Welcome to Denver Sports Tonight. Taking a look at the biggest stories in Denver sports. From your online home for the best opinions and information on the Broncos, Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, and more. DenverSports.com. Good evening, Colorado and the Rocky Mountain Mile High region. What is up? It is... Cecil Lammy on a happy St. Patrick's Day Friday show of Denver Sports tonight. Hope everyone out there is going to have a safe and happy holiday tonight. Got my man KJ, the man in the box, and I am here to talk about the Denver Broncos and the NFL Draft and NFL Pro Days, which I'm rapidly going to uh, this month, during the month of March, and this is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons why the offseason to me is much more interesting than the regular season. The regular season, the work has been done for the most part. There's things and there's injuries and there's ups and downs, but it is the offseason where you can prepare your team best for the regular season. The NFL doesn't take a break. I know it's March Madness now, and I believe, one, the NFL doesn't need to kick off free agency the same week as March Madness. Like, seriously, if you're the National Football League, you're the fat hog of the sports world, can we just enjoy March Madness? Can we do that? Do we have to have news about it? What's Aaron Rodgers doing? Did that thing go through yet? Like, for the love of God, I'm so sick of Aaron Rodgers. And it has nothing to do with his opinions on anything or the fact that he's high as a kite all the time or whatever. Like, I don't care about any of that. That's his personal choices with his body and whatever he wants to do. Smoke weed every day. Whatever he wants to do. Right? I don't care. It's Aaron Rodgers. But I am so sick and tired of the drama and like, well, I was going to retire, but then the Packers said they didn't want me, so screw them. I'm going to play for the Jets. Like, seriously? Can't we just enjoy some college basketball? And I'll say this, as a basketball fan my entire life, as someone who my longtime friends, like the people that have known me my whole entire life, those people know me or remember me like as a basketball guy. One, I was better at basketball than I was football. Yes, I did dunk. That was so stupid when that went around like, you never dunked. I did dunk anyway. Um, so like all those things, like I was way better at basketball than I was at football. I love the game. I love March Madness. I don't care who's in it. I don't care what game it is. I don't care what matchup it is. March Madness, I think, is the purest sporting event that we get all year long in all of sports. It's where that still rings true, where it's about that love and it's about the game and truly anything can happen. Truly, you have these momentum swings and shifts towards teams that you never thought would win or, you know, have a chance to win, and they make it happen. I've seen so many great upsets over the time of watching March Madness. Uh, we've got a game on right now, FDU versus Purdue. They're up by a point right now. And, and it's the thing is like, listen, NFL, you're the king, right? Nothing is greater than the National Football League. I understand that, you know, the NBA has a certain level of popularity, which is fine. It's not the product that it used to be. I think the NBA product has uh, honestly it's gone downhill. Uh, you have the Denver Nuggets. They're exciting. There's a couple other players here and there that are exciting. Um, you know, when Golden State's healthy, they're exciting. Like, eh. 
But for the most part, the NBA isn't the product that it used to be. And yes, I'm one of those. Remember, remember Barry's guys. Remember Chewbacca. Remember the '90s. Remember '90s basketball. Remember the physicality of the NBA. Remember when guys didn't take, you know, three nights off a month or whatever week, whatever I have to say. Like, yeah, I remember that before the load management days. Remember Kobe. Remember him just putting in the work all the time, regardless. Like that, the these type of basketball memories. That's when basketball was truly great. The '80s. And the 90s, 90s are what I mostly remember, but, like, now today's product isn't as good. Hockey's always going to be a niche sport. Hockey fans can't stand it when I say that, but you'll be all right, hockey fan. Like, your sport is, and Jim Rome has always said this. He said it 20 years ago, and I still think it's true today. Don't at me, bro. There's about 20,000 hockey fans in every city, you know, give or take. Super diehard. And other than that, it's more casual fans. Hockey fan does not like casual fan, thus their sport doesn't grow because if you mispronounce some Russian's name, they, like, hate you, I guess. I don't know. I, I you know, it's a sport that I enjoy come the playoffs. I really enjoy college hockey. I really enjoy Olympic hockey. The NHL, the season's too long, and you get to the playoffs, and that's when the real fun begins. Do I have to talk about baseball as, you know, as pure as that sport is, I've always said baseball is like the greatest sport, period. Just the way that you play, it's it's almost the perfect game. It's just not made for TV. It's too many games. It's too slow. The Rockies suck. Like, whatever. Like, eh, it's baseball, right? It's it's pretty niche. It's always funny. Where's Colin at? Colin's running around here. Like, whenever you run into a young fan that's like a young baseball fan, I'm like, why? <laughs> what, what What happened? Um, because usually the average age of a baseball fan is 65. And I'm old, but I ain't 65. That's old. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Before someone says, ageist. Like, oh, whatever. You'll be all right. Um, so baseball's primarily an older audience. It's a boring game on television. It's fun to go to a game. Um, but it's not the product that the NFL is. But NFL, can we have a break? I am the ultimate NFL guy. Right? And you know when you hear me on Denver Sports Tonight, I always love the intro, like, the top news in Denver Sports. I'm like, not unless I'm on. <laughs> then guess what it's going to be? Broncos, NFL, I hate Aaron Rodgers, NFL draft. Yes, that's what it's going to be because that's what I love. I sound like uh, Zelensky from Tommy Boy because that's what I love and that's who I care about, the National Football League. I just like making KJ laugh. But anyway, like, I want March Madness to be just kind of on its own, right? NBA, we're post-All-Star game. Baseball hasn't fired up, okay? That hasn't fired up yet, fine. Hockey, again, season's too long. You're not to the postseason yet where it gets really exciting in the NHL. And again, Olympic hockey kicks ass. I think college hockey kicks ass. Do you what's up? But, like, now it's just March Madness time. And then the NFL... Hogs in, gets its big ass in the way, and like, here you go, Roger Goodell, button his way into the sporting world with NFL news and free agency. Can we just go back to the schedule the way it used to be? Again, I don't want to be the remember when guy, but like, it was that way, I don't know, two years ago. And then the NFL, of course, had to get their extra game in and all that, and then rearrange the schedule and move the combine around in terms of the dates and all that. And like, it just screws everything up. Because right now, we should just be able to enjoy March Madness, and that's it. 
That's it. March Madness, uh, you know, dominate the sport calendar because it's so much fun. Every year. Every year your bracket is busted immediately. Oh, my God, my bracket, whatever. All of our brackets completely busted. Every year, Cinderella stories, like, it's fan-flipping-tastic. And I love it. I love it. Um, Dating back to the day, I think one of the greatest college basketball teams of all time, the UNLV running Rebels, and they won it all at Big Mac right here in Denver. I have a pennant from that. I wasn't at that game. I bought it off eBay for, like, a dollar or whatever. But, like, yeah, I, I think you look at even teams that didn't win at all, like Michigan Fab Five, like the UNLV running Rebels. Like, we've had these great college basketball teams. I know college basketball is a little bit different because you don't have the longevity of the programs. You know, you're not getting a couple, few-year run with the same teams primarily because guys that are any good are bolting in the NBA. So I get it, but March Madness still kicks ass Double Live Gonzo on the wild side. Like, it is still an amazing event. It's the premier event. I think it's the greatest sporting event that we get in the entire sports calendar. It's better than the Super Bowl. That's right. I said it. KJ, don't fall out of your chair. It's better than the Super Bowl. It's way better than the World Series. It is better than the Stanley Cup Final. It's better than the NBA Finals. Like, March Madness is the king, and then the NFL's big ass has to get in the way and be like, here's some free agency news, and what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? I just want to watch basketball. And, and again, I'm in pre-draft mode. The greatest time of year is post-combine, post-senior bowl, post-trine bowl, and it's pro-day mode. It's travel the country mode. It's, you know, get the final bits of information as NFL teams are preparing their draft boards. This is the greatest time of all, except for the NFL screwing up their free agency and, like, trying to butt in on March Madness. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong, wrong-headed. I don't know. Either way, it's an exciting time to be sure, and I look at what the Denver Broncos have done. Listen, I regularly... There's two people that I go after, and one maybe I should go after a little bit less because it sounds like he's he's heard my critiques. <laughs> Sorry, DMAC, I don't think you suck. I just have some issues with some of your opinions, but that's fine. That's what they're about, right? That's what sports are about. Anytime I'm out and about and someone recognizes my voice or my face or whatever, and they say, let me finish or whatever, and then someone's like, man, I hate DMAC. You know what I say? You know what I say? I say he's good at his job, right? Because he got you talking. He got you reacting. And that's the whole point. That's what sports talk is about. That's what the conversation is about. That's what hanging out at a sports bar. You want to go to a sports bar, have a couple of cold pops, and sit there with someone that agrees with you all the time? Or do you want one of your homeboys to say some crazy stuff, and you're going to be like, man, you're out of your mind. D-Max, that guy. He's that friend at the sports bar that might have had a little bit too much to drink that says some crazy stuff, but you know what? Sometimes he's right. But it makes you think. It makes you defend your opinion. Like, when did we get in this whole cheerleader mode? Like, seriously, as a society, I'm not even really even talking sports now, but as a society, when did we get into the, like, you don't 100% agree with me, so you are the devil? <laughs> like, what? Huh? I can't, I can't conjure myself out of bed in the morning, let alone conjure up the devil. What the hell are you talking about, man? Like, 
There's got to be nuance. There's got to be debate. There's got to be conversation. And so when D jumps on, he's like, here's Cecil to tell you how much I suck. No, 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 D. You don't suck. I just disagree with you on some things. That's fine. That's what it's all about. That's what makes the world go around, baby. That's what makes it fun. Sports are supposed to be fun. When sports treads into the, like, super serious mode, it's like, yeah, life's pretty rough, and there's a lot of things wrong out there. There's a lot of things that'll make you concerned about a lot of things out there. Sports are our escape. March Madness is our escape. The NFL, the NFL draft, that's our escape from reality, something that we need, honestly, it's a distraction. Because if you really think about all the things that are out there, you're like, wow, we're in trouble. But you got sports. Hey, sports, everybody. Yay. So there's two people that I regularly take issue with. One is DMAC. DMAC, I love you. The other one is George Payton. And I'm not going to say I love George Payton. And I think it's funny when fans don't at me, bro. And uh, by the way, it only took me 13 minutes to say this, KJ. If you think you're a big deal on Twitter, I want to remind you that I had a low member number on the X-Files chat room back in the day. So I am a big deal. And the truth is out there. Whenever I see people on Twitter like, I'm dealing with the trolls, shot and chaser. What? You're a moron. If you're worried about what Twitter trolls are saying and I got a shot and a chaser, I don't even know what that means. Right? I have no idea what any of that means. All I know is you're a moron because you think Twitter actually matters. But I do think it's funny when some people on Twitter are like, you can't bag on George Payton for missing on late round picks because everybody missed on him. That's the dumbest opinion I think I've ever heard in the history of the planet is the fact that you can't you can't have an opinion based on well other people passed on these players as well no George Payton screwed up last year that's the bottom line the Randy Gregory contract was awful Randy Gregory and I don't even care if Randy Gregory smoke weed every day I don't care about that right I have no I could give two you know what's about it does not matter Randy Gregory, smoke it up. Just make sure you pass your drug test or whatever you got to do in the NFL, like whatever's legal or whatever. Usually a drug test in the NFL is an intelligence test. If you're failing your drug test for marijuana, marijuana, you're up in here for some marijuana. Like, yes, if you're failing your drug test, that just means you're an idiot, okay? Because every player knows when it's coming. Like, hey, you better pee clean next week. I'm really telling you guys. So anyway, the, the Randy Gregory thing the fact that he's missed games and loves weed or whatever, allegedly, whatever I have to say, like, I don't even care, dude. But the Randy Gregory contract was bad because he, he's never healthy. And guess what happened this year? I'm shocked he wasn't healthy. George Payton screwed up last year. He did. He screwed up with the Russell Wilson trade. Okay? D-Max yelling right now. He screwed up. He didn't drive Justin Fields. I'm not ready to... Put Justin Fields in the Hall of Fame? I'm not ready to put Justin Fields in the Jalen Hurts category. I think he's at that cusp where Jalen Hurts was a year ago. We rewind. We rewind. We rewind. Say that three times fast. We rewind a year ago, and the conversation was, I don't know what the Eagles are doing. 
Like Jalen Hurts, he's kind of okay, but then they had to run a bunch, and all he can do is run. He's not really a passer, blah, 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 blah. And Jalen Hurts, to his credit and to Howie Roseman's credit, their GM, he got him A.J. Brown. Jalen Hurts took several strides as a passer in one offseason. Normally, you don't see that. Normally, you see like, oh, he's a little, he flashed a little bit more. Oh, he flashed a little bit more. Now, boom, he's a really quality passer like three years later. Jalen Hurts took monumental strides, plural, that I don't know if Justin Fields is going to take this year. I know, I know. You got him DJ Moore. Okay. DJ's not AJ. All right? This isn't AJ Brown. AJ Brown's that dude. DJ Moore's good. He's not AJ Brown. Okay? So, for everyone saying, oh, they should have taken Justin Fields. Like, eh. Eh, should have they? They certainly shouldn't have taken Mac Jones. Have we all finally discovered what the fraud Mac Jones is? Can we all finally, for the love of God, because I said it when he was drafted, I was like, this guy can't play. He's not a first-round pick. I said it when he was drafted. Took a lot of pushback because of Alabama or whatever. Like, eh, Mac Jones can't play. The Patriots would be better off with Bailey Zappi as their starting quarterback. So, did we get over here? Are we done with the Mac Jones? Can we put that away? Justin Fields, we don't know yet. I think Mac Jones, we already know. So, you know, should we bag on George Payton? He didn't draft Justin Fields. Nah. Should we blow bubbles at him because he got Pat Sertan? No, because Pat Sertan was a can't-miss prospect. It was like the safest pick in the draft. Are you sure, John? Can I make this pick, John? What do you think, John? How about Pat Sertan, John? Is that okay, John? What do you think? What should I do, John? Like, seriously, George Payton, he hasn't been real good. Yet the fanboys out there, and certainly anybody that is a paid spokesperson for the Broncos, like, uh, yeah, you uh, team affiliate, you're probably not saying something like George Payton hasn't been good. And not for any sort of clickbait thing or shock jock stuff. I think that's stupid. Anyone that's listened to me for, what, KJ, five seconds knows that I hate hot takes. I hate hot takes. I think they're dumb. Hot take. Yeah, dumb take is more like it. So I think hot takes are dumb. I think clickbait's dumb. No, but the real, let's talk real about the National Football League. And the real is this. George Payton has not been good. However, and as my man Reggie McDaniel, RIP big guy. If you remember Reggie McDaniel, you're a longtime Denver citizen, Denverite. Denver idiom, Denver, Colorado, whatever. What do we call Denver people? Anyway, because Reggie McDaniel used to uh, review movies on KOA. He was my dude. I love Reggie McDaniel. So my friend Reggie McDaniel always used to say there's always a however in life. The however is this. George Payton's kicked ass this year. Okay? I'm about the only one in the Denver media that will call out George Payton. Because, honestly, there's not too many people that keep up with the draft as much as I do. And I'm not bragging on myself. This isn't a humble brag or whatever. Um, That's just the way it is. There's a lot of people that listen to what agents tell them. There's a lot of people that listen to what Team PR tells you. And Team PR will tell you. They'll tell you stuff so that you say stuff. The game is obvious. It's the access game, man. It's the access game. Why don't I have as much access as others? Hmm. That's a mystery. Well, I'll tell you why. It's because I call out the team, and they don't necessarily like it. That's fine. I'm fair. 
And I've had, you know, people around the team tell me that I'm fair. And that's all I want to be. All I want to be is fair. I'm not going to sit here and tell you George Payton's the greatest ever because he's not. I'm not going to sit here and tell you George Payton sucks because he doesn't. I'll tell you George Payton hasn't been real good. But what has happened? What had happened was, what happened this year, Sean Payton? Sean Payton has come in here to ride herd on George Payton. And George Payton has got his ass in gear this year. George Payton has changed. Now, one, he's not looking for some goofball clown head coach like Nathaniel Hackett. You want to talk about George Payton messing up? I always love the George Payton fanboys. One, I'm like, why are you a fanboy of the GM who came from Minnesota where they didn't win anything? Like, if you come from a place that won multiple championships and you were a part of that and you helped build multiple championships, you could be like, okay. But even then, you know, what Scott Pioli do after New England? Nothing. Except fire my friend Matt Littlefield, who never worked in the NFL again. But anyway, I was bitter for a while, but I'm over that now. The point is, what's my point? The point is, George Payton fanboys always confuse me because I'm like, huh? Like, you'd be a fan of the team. I get that. You'd be a fan of the quarterback. I get that. You know, maybe you like the head coach a whole bunch, I guess. But you're like a George Payton fanboy, huh? Like, stop, man. Look at it with good eyes. Look at the Broncos with good eyes. Don't look at them with team propaganda, team spin, you know, corporate sponsors. Like, don't, don't look at anything like that, okay? That's not true. That's not honest. But the honest truth is George Payton hasn't been real good. This year he's kicked ass. Now, a couple of factors. One, he's not looking for some goofball clown head coach like Nathaniel Hackett, allegedly, or whatever I have to say so I don't get in trouble. Cecil, would you come to my office and bring everything in your desk, please? Um, you called Nathaniel Hackett a clown. No, no, no. I didn't call him a clown. Just some people that he used to work with did. They told me, and then I told you guys. So there you go. Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers' favorite coach ever, is a clown. I wonder if he does magic tricks for him. Like, seriously, when Aaron Rodgers said that about Nathaniel Hackett, they, well, they got one of my favorite guys of all time. He's like Terrell Owens talking about Tony Romo, man. That's my quarterback. That's my OC. I was like, Huh? Rogers, it's my quarterback. There you go. Look at KJ on that. Uh, so I was like, Aaron Rodgers, huh? Like what? Nathaniel Hackett? What's he do? Comedy show for you? Like seriously? Why are you in love with the? You guys love Star Wars? Like I, I don't know. I mean, I love Star Wars, and I can't stand Nathaniel Hackett. I think Nathaniel Hackett. Well, what I think about Nathaniel Hackett, I can't say on air, or else I will get fired. But either way, I look at the situation. I go, you know what? George Payton, he's not looking for a coach. He's concentrating on his job. He's under pressure. I don't know what music we have uh, dialed up, but if we happen to have under pressure uh, from Queen and David Bowie, you know, later on, KJ, maybe that would make some sense. But I think the pressure is what George Payton has responded to. And I dig that, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, George Payton. Thank you for going out there and filling the spots you needed to do with the right players. Almost everything he's done this offseason has been a hit. The McGlinchey thing, I'll get into whatever is whatever, but, like, George Payton is really, really sharp this offseason. It wasn't last year, and I was the only one that told you, okay? And I waited 24 minutes to say his name. Montreal Washington can't play, okay? Bottom line. 
and you shouldn't have taken him. You shouldn't have taken Delarian Turner Yell over Tariq Woolen, who led the league in interceptions. Hey, they're looking at Chauncey Gardner Johnson, CJ, ZJ, JJ, GJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, uh, tied for the league interception. You know what else did Tariq Woolen? You should have just drafted him instead of a safety that doesn't play. And you should have never taken Montreal Washington. He's from Sanford. He tore up Florida. Florida sucks. Okay? I was the only one that told you, the only one that was truly critical, correctly critical of George Payton. Well, everyone else just listened to Team PR, and I had to sit there and take it, man. Why do you think I'm so pissed? Everyone's like, you shut up. You bring that up all the time. You, sh- you shut your mouth. I'm like, nah, no. You know why? Because when I was the only one saying it, and I had to fight against people, people that I appreciate and respect, but I had to fight people. They'd be like, hey, wait, 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 wait. You, you're talking about Georgiev, who KJ taught me how to pronounce his name. You, you're talking about your thing, right? You're talking about Nicola, right? Whatever is whatever. This is my thing. My thing is the draft. Let me talk about the draft. Montreal Washington couldn't play the day they drafted him. He's probably not going to make the team this year. Look at the moves they've done. George Payton screwed the pooch royally last year in free agency, with the Russell Wilson trade, with paying Russell Wilson, with hiring Nathaniel Hackett, the Randy Gregory thing, the draft, George Payton screwed it up. This year, with pressure, George Payton is better. And not just a little better, George Payton has taken his game to the next level. And I appreciate that, man. It's exactly what this team needed. George Payton has this team on the right track. And I'm not going to fill your, you know what, full of sunshine. God bless. I wish I could cuss, KJ. I'm not going to fill you up full of sunshine and be, that's great. The Broncos are the greatest ever. Yay, go Broncos. No, I'm going to tell you the truth. And the truth of the matter is they'll compete at a higher level because of George Payton's works this offseason. My favorite and least favorite my boo favorite and boo least favorite pickups from George Payton. I'll tell you next. It's Denver Sports Tonight on Denver Sports Station. 1043 The Fan. Denver Sports Tonight, Friday night, St. Patrick's Day. I hope you have a safe and happy holiday. I am your host, Cecil Lammy, riding solo tonight and talking about the Denver Broncos and the moves that general manager George Payton has done. George Payton has done a fantastic job this offseason. He hasn't done that all the time. But this offseason, and again, it's on paper. I get you. I already see the text. 303-713-1043. Right? Ramoslaw.com text line 303-713-1043. Oh, yeah, it's a paper. Uh-huh. Yeah. What else do we have to go on? It's like the people who say, you can't grade a draft. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't grade a draft. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you can. Doesn't mean it's the final grade, but you can take a look at what they, everyone just, oh, you, since you can't grade a draft, take seventh rounders in every round. And then, you, you, well, you can't grade it, so who knows? Like, no, don't be a dummy. <laughs> I'm not a dummy. Like, don't be that. Don't be that guy. George Payton, 
went from last year being awful to this year being great. Why? Sean Payton. The pressure of losing your job. And I, I appreciate that. Listen, um, I hope everyone stays employed if they want to stay employed or wherever they're at, like forever and ever and ever. It's a tough, tough business, man. I've got people. I was talking to my best friend the other day. Shout out Big E. And uh, I was like, man, it's it's a tough business out there because I have friends of mine. I won't name names, but friends that work in the NFL that are like, hey, is the fan hiring? <laughs> like, What? I was like, wait a second, what? Like, you work for a team, and you want to get into radio? Okay. Um, let me check. Anyway, so it's a it's a rough, rough business, right? And in the scouting world, I brought up Scott Pioli in the last segment. Why, one, I hate him. Sorry. I don't think he's any good on TV either. That's just me. Um, but two, he fired my friend Matt Littlefield. Matt Littlefield helped build the Chiefs back in the day. This was the Jamal Charles days, okay? So it was a while ago. But Scott Pioli comes in. I've got the New England way. Cleans house, gets rid of Matt and everybody in that Chiefs room. And uh, Matt never worked in the NFL again. He's a banker in Chicago right now. And we're talking about a quality man, like one of the nicest people him and Steve Atwater, probably the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Um, never worked in the NFL again. It's a cold, brutal business. And George Payton knows enough people that I'm sure if George Payton were to get fired, he'd find a job somewhere else. Right? He'd be able to latch on with another team, not as a general manager, go back to being a scout, be a, a pro personnel, something like that. There's, there's always room for those a type of guys, but your salary gets up there and you're not going to be that high on team's list. It's a young man's game. Anytime someone's like, you should be a scout, and first I say, one, they know way more than I do. Two, thank you. I appreciate the kind words. You don't always get kind words. I see you, text line. You don't always get kind words in this business, which is fine. I'm, I've got big shoulders, you know, whatever. It. My family likes me. <laughs> That's the most important thing, right? Like, Peyton Manning likes me. If some Twitter troll doesn't like me or somebody on the text line doesn't like me, I'm fine. Keep not liking me. I'll keep being okay. But the point is, what's my point? The point is, like, if you're George Peyton, you get fired, uh, even though you make an inflated salary, you're not going to get that anymore. But they, when people say you should be a scout, I go, well, it's called 25 for 25. Do you have any idea why they call it 25 for 25? I will tell you. It's about 25000 a year for 25-year-olds. Uh, I am neither of those things, and not because I'm super rich. Lord knows I'm not. Um, but it's just like, nah, and, and road scouts have to travel like 250 days a year. And I know almost all of my kids are fully grown, but like, nah, nah, travel 250 days a year. Uh, never see anybody. Uh, don't make a lot of money. Can get fired at the drop of a dime. Hey, sounds like radio. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So I appreciate when people say that, but I also recognize, like, I'm in the media. I've got zero pressure on me. Now I have pressure on myself. I put the pressure on myself because I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to let you, the listeners, down because I know there's a lot of you out there that are looking to me for your draft opinions and draft insights, and I appreciate that. I, I, I take that to heart. Uh, and I know I'm not going to be right about every prospect, 
but I'm going to give you the reasons why. I'm going to tell you what I've seen. I'm going to tell you what I've heard for the most part. And, you know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to chop it up. That's what it's all about, man. You know, I don't need the college football fan to be like, I've watched every game. I know this guy can play. You're a fan. You're a college football fan. That's different. Being a draft analyst is much, much different. Being a general manager, having that sort of pressure on you, and make no mistake about it. And again, I don't listen to the team spin, okay? So when I say team spin, one, I'm going to make people mad. That's fine. They'll be all right. I'll be okay. It's Everyone's okay. Is everyone okay? We have a nuclear war yet? No? Okay, we're okay, everybody. Like, is everyone fine? All right. Um, so when I say spin, don't get all pissed off at me, okay? But I don't listen to team spin. Why? Well, because I know what it is. And I recognize what it is. The team spin will tell you, like, George Payton, what an outstanding job. He was never on the hot seat. George Payton's 100% was on the hot seat. I think he still is. I'm still not sure George Payton has his job after the draft. Because scouts and executives are let go after the draft. Which is a little bit funny. Like, hey, thanks for helping build our team. Here's a pink slip. It's the NFL. It's weird. It's old school. It's a good old boy network. For the love of God, do we know that? Hey, why isn't that? It's good old boy network. Before I even answer that question, you know what the answer is. Hey, why isn't there? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Before you finish the question, just know the NFL, bunch of nepotism, (laughs) bunch of good old boy network. Like, yeah, that's what the NFL is built on. And that's the way it is. So the spin may say George Payton was safe. It's silly. It's foolish, right? It's foolish to suggest that George Payton was on the hot seat. I guarantee you he was on the hot seat. How could you not be? Have you seen Greg Panner's face? Seriously. Look at one of the last press conferences. Look at when they fired Nathaniel Hackett. You see Greg Panner up there? He looked like he was on a commercial for uh, uh, Pepto-Bismol, right? The look on his face had the sign of someone that had painful gas. Greg Penner looked like he was pissed off and stopped up, okay? And that's the bottom line. You think he's happy with George Payton? You think he's really over the moon with the job, the spot? that Walden Penner Group wanted to buy this team, let the football people run it, and just rake in the money. You know what I mean? And they care. Walton Pinner Group does care. I want to correct it. People, oh, a bunch of Walmarts. Like, no, no. Hey, again, look at the situation. Assess it correctly. I will tell you 100% Walton Penner Group cares. Greg Penner cares. And because they care, whoo, I would guess that they were really, 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 really upset with the job that George Payton did last year. That's just a guess. So listen to Team Spin if you want. That's fine. Everyone has their own opinion. It's fine. So listen to Spin if you want, but know this. George Payton was on the hot seat and still might be. But because of what he's done this offseason, I think it's been great. I think George Payton has been great. I believe in George Payton. I believe George Payton has an eye for talent. You can always tell the guys that don't. I've had I've had scouts ask me about how I rank a guy. 
And I'm like, I'm just some slappy in the media. What are you asking me? You're the scout. You're the one supposed to be doing your job. I know scouts that look at magazines. I know scouts that, like, basically cut and paste the rookie scouting portfolio. So, shout out Matt Waldman. Um, I, I know scouts that don't really do what they're supposed to do. I know also scouts that are there because they're dad or cousin or whatever. Again, nepotism and good old boy network. You do the math. I'll tell you this about George Payton. George Payton knows football. George Payton's been a little timid with what he's done. Not this year. This year he's been bold. And I, I believe, and again, Spin's going to tell you different. That's fine. I'm fine. They're fine. I believe George Payton saved his job with what he's done in free agency. It's been outstanding. I told you I'd tell you my favorite and my least favorite. I didn't do that. I'm sorry. I'll have an hour. I got so much to say, and I'll say some more next. Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents Denver Sports Tonight. Look at my man, KJ, coming through. This is not vanilla ice. <laughs> That's right. George Payton has responded to the pressure that Sean Payton has put on him. And I think the Ben Powers move for the offensive line. This team is going to run the hell out of the ball. They're going to run left. They're going to run right. They're going to run it down your throat. Right now, their backfield is thunder and thunder. And I'll get to Samanje P. Ryan, who I do love because I love big backs and I cannot lie. Samanje P. Ryan is close to being my favorite free agent that George Payton has pulled in this offseason, but he's not. He is the second favorite. Ben Powers is the favorite. First off, and listen to Mark Schlereth talk basically about anything. <laughs> Stink could read through the dictionary or the phone book or the encyclopedia. I don't know. Do all those references sound dated? He could read through the Rolodex. No, no, no. Mark Schlereth could read the text line, and that's it. One, Mike Evans would love it because Mike Evans, if Mike Evans loves one thing besides buffets, he loves you texters. Mark Schlereth, you just listen to Mark Schlereth. Let's him talk about Ben Powers, right? And in studying Ben Powers' game, not only was he in, in college, but in the National Football League, you see one, a heady player. You can't be a dummy on the offensive line. I mean, you can be, and maybe the Broncos have dabbled with dummies on the offensive line. I won't get too personal, uh, but it's better if you're not. It's better if you're a heady player. It's a better if you're a savvy player. So it could go on and on. And listen, I appreciate Pro Football Focus. I got a lot of friends that work for PFF. I'm not going to blindly just quote their numbers because mostly it'll put you to sleep. A message to a message, message to all of my friends who do radio. If you start quoting a bunch of numbers, you're going to put people to sleep. Well, Pro Football Focus ranked him. I don't care. I don't care. I'll tell you, I watch every game. I chart plays. I watch every game twice. I chart plays. Ben Powers, and people will talk about his pass blocking, and it has improved over the course of his pro career. 
and people may, and this is where the PFF grade comes in, like, oh, well, he's not graded as high as a run blocker. He's always been strong as a run blocker. His game has improved over the course of his NFL career in terms of pass protection and pass blocking and working in tandem. Like, so because he's made those improvements, I think some, and maybe PFF is guilty of this, I don't know, I'm not going to put a bunch of research into what someone else is doing. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to do my research, and I'm here to tell you Ben Powers can flip and play. Okay? So listen to Mark Schlereth. Listen to Big O, right? Talking offensive line talent. Like, you're going to take into account what these professionals say about that guy You're going to listen to the film study, the accounts that I have from watching every game of Ben Power's career. The dude is still strong against, or or as a run blocker, not against the run, for the run. He's still strong as a run blocker. Because I've had people say, oh, you know, uh, Baltimore, this is the hot take stuff that comes in. Hot takes are so awful. They're just terrible. Please stop. Hey, guess what? That's the self-assured sniff. Guess what? Uh, Baltimore got rid of him because they're going to run the ball and he can't run block. Wrong. Wrong. <clears throat> I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, Charlie Murphy talking about Rick James. <laughs> He's a habitual line stepper. Wrong. Listen, Ben Powers is an A++ prospect that the Broncos were able to get in free agency. And I love Dalton Reiser. Dalton's a friend. Um, we all saw that it was it was going to come to an end, uh, and we wish him well, for sure. Uh, ben Powers is here to really help lead the way, and this is where a Samaji Pirine comes in. This is where the emphasis on the ground game, everything they're going to do. It's about running the football. I mean, Samaj P. Ryan, you got thunder and thunder. And I don't think Javante Williams is healthy week one. Could be wrong, but I just think that's the way things are trending. So you have Javante Williams who wants to run you over and crush you. You have Samaj P. Ryan who wants to run you over and crush you. You have Russell Wilson whose best friend is going to be that ground game. You got Ben Powers to lead the way. McGlinchey is a walking penalty. <laughs> He's like a penalty factory. Hey, what was that? What was that in my ear? Oh, uh, Mike McGlinchey just got called for holding. It's the offseason. That's what he's going to do, people. Okay, so McGlinchey's one thing. But I'm here to tell you, Ben Powers can play good football. Samaje Pirine, that's your starter until Javante's ready, which might be week six, week eight, whatever. But when Javante's ready, then it's it's thunder and thunder. Lightning comes in the draft. Sydney Mary, time to talk to you about the draft. Oh, well. Deuce Vaughn, everybody. Look him up. Deuce Vaughn. That's a wrap for tonight's show. Safe and happy St. Paddy's Day. Safe and happy St. Paddy's Day. I'm Cecil Lammy saying thanks. KJ is the man of the box. I'm Cecil Lammy. Stay tuned and stay frosty. Like for the baby, baby. With 
Jerry Judy trade rumors not going away. What should the Broncos do? So high. This is the highest point that you ever have. This is the most value for Jerry Judy. You hold on to it too long, and now you're stuck because you pick up the fifth-year option, and now you're stuck for two years. Sell high. No one's been more of an advocate of Jerry Judy than me this yep. whole stinking time, yep. right? But guess what? It's time to sell. Go on, take money Denver Sports, home of Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Hey, it's Mike Evans for Window Nation. In Denver, energy prices have increased over 20% since last year. It isn't too late to do something to fix your high energy bills. Beat the spring rush with the last month of off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Go with the window company that has installed nearly 2 million windows by installers who over the decade of experience only using top-of-the-line installation materials. Call 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com. At King Supers, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at kingsupers.com. King Supers, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Earn extra fuel points and save even more at the pump. You can earn four times the fuel points on your grocery purchase this Friday with your digital coupon. Download your coupon on our website. Hey guys, Mark Schlereth here from my friends at Xfinity. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. Back in my day, you are lucky if you get one video to load on your desktop computer. Now there's Xfinity 10G Network. That means the fastest internet... 